Shabbos, he said, would be called Kunstay. They couldn't stay because you'd have Shabbos every Malachas Mutai De Shinui. So Yidin would be driving the street, there'd be a lot of accidents. Yidin would drive the streets like this, that car. You'd be pressing, maybe be pressing the gears, turning the wheel with his feet. However, Shabbos. Ayudeshinu is mutter. There's nobody having lechatchil in the teda. Ayudeshinu is mutter. So you would have, you would have it end up all all melacha Shabbos. You could do ayudeshinu. So Shabbos instead of being melachas would be yoyma kuns. And everybody's doing all different melachas with kunsim with different. It's funny because the rabbanan asked muksa. I was telling my kid ayudeshinu. You could muksa is asked to move your hands. You could do your foot. So they got confused. They were asking me if we do melachas with that foot. The truth is that the Raisi, you can't have the Aser. Asusi Yogla Torah says, make fences for the Torah. The Raisas are very dangerous. They're very, what's the difference? I want, I want to be Masbir, and then we're going to talk something I never spoke publicly before. Even if you never heard it. The Raisas, if you actually never heard it either. The Raisas, people of the, this part, this part you heard already, this part you heard already, but not the next The Raisas like this. It says, make a fence for the Torah. The average bacher misunderstands this as follows. If I have a fire, and I'm afraid a kid's going to touch the fire, so I put a fence around the fire to keep you away from the fire. So they think the tire is dangerous, so they're going to keep you further removed. The problem is it's just as bad to be able to abundant as a derisa. So let me ask you, if I have a fire and I'm afraid a kid's going to touch the fire, so I build a fence that electrocutes, did I do a good job protecting from the fire? Somebody touches the fence, dies also. So what did the Rabbanan do? It's very, you, you might be over the Torah. So the Rabbanan build a fence, but if you touch the fence, it's the same dangerous. So what does he make a fence for the Torah? What's the protection? You're further removed from the Torah. And to be over the Rabbanan, you're over the Siddharaisa. Hashem says, The answer is that Rabbanans are safer than the Torah. The Torah is dangerous. In the Torah, you go near a lady who's hostile to you, do this, 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 but don't do this. So it's dangerous. Rabbanans are safe. The pshat is not that just, okay, at least you'll only be over the Rabbanan. That's not the pshat. Asusi of the Torah, make a fence in the Torah, means make the Torah safer. Daraisa, you go through it, it's amazing, it works. God laws are dangerous. They're very, if you think about Malachas Shabbos, if you're allowed to do everything with a shinu, but you can't do it, how many people be over Malachas Shabbos? The Torah is dangerous. That's what I want to speak about tonight, but I never spoke about public. Good motion. The races are dangerous, exceedingly dangerous. Picture on Shabbos, you can do every single thing that's our surges with a shinui. How close is it? Is that a good enough shinui? Everybody, Rahman will be Michal Shabbos. Comes the Rabbanan, and they understood that Hashem wants them to protect the Torah. Say, no, 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 you can't do anything. Forget shinui, you can't do it. So it's safer. It's not all if you'll be over, at least you'll do the shinui. It's just easier. Rabbanan Aser Yichud. In the Torah, you can be Miyachi with a girl, you're going to be Avra Averis. It's dangerous. The Rabbanan are very boom. You can't. Yichud's Aser. It's easy to keep. Okay, I'm just not near the Avera. That's the lumbus of the Rabbanans. So the question becomes obvious, Rabbi Say. Frechtach Sam Seifer. It's in Shubas and in the Seifer of us. The obvious Kasha. Frechtach Sam Seifer. So why did God run it that way? Why does Hashem make a Torah that by itself is dangerous and easy to be over, and he wanted, relied on the 
Rabban and he wanted the Rabban to do so, why didn't he ask her himself? Moksa itself, according to some Mishainim, what's Moksa Rabbi say? Some Mishainim learned if you're playing with items that you could do malachas with, so you'll do malacha. So Moksa say, stop playing with those items, safe. So why didn't Hashem himself protect his tire? Why do you rely on the Rabbanah to protect his tire? We'll give an answer to this. It's obvious for sure Hashem wants us to think about this. The Ksam Seifer asked it another point, and I believe both things are related. The Ramban, famous Ramban and Pashas Kedoshim, Kaddish Asam Mutalach. Even things that are mutter, Hashem wants us to be safeguard from it. Fret Ksam Seifer said, why didn't Hashem answer it? And the answer is, of the Ksam Seifer is as follows. And Zvarim Amitim, the Sisoid. Hashem was training us as follows. The Torah is not a finished book. It's, there's a Torah Shabbat Pets on the Yid to be mashlim with the Torah. If a Yid would think, I keep the Torah, I do everything, I keep Pesach, I guard. It's not enough to keep Pesach. The message is all over, it's incomplete. In Pesach, I, I, I kept Pesach. There's messages, Akursa, Toy, the Matzah, the Murrah, the this, the, the Ayin. There are loads of messages. The Torah is incomplete. It's on man to complete it. Hashem purposely left the Torah impossible to keep. And He wanted the Rabbanon to, 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 to make it possible to teach B'nai Adam. And you think after the Rabbanon are finished, it's done? Always is talking to every Yid. Asusi Yadmatar, make fences to the Torah. It means protect the Torah, connect to the Torah. Each person has to make his own siyagim. It's a process, and Hashem wanted us part of the process, because He wanted us to some cipher rights, the Avde Hashem. He doesn't want us to serve by rote. There's a whole process, each one has his way of connecting to the Torah, of making the Torah real, and in order that we don't just, we don't just, we look at the book, what does it say? Okay, now do all rise. Oh. I, I remember walking into an old shul, that unfortunate people weren't from. And I felt about the shul like it was a museum. I felt like knocking. Rabbi said, was supposed to talk to Hashem. It's not just, oh, this is by road. Now, and now, all rise as we recite. No. Guys, this is real. This is alive. This is something we're supposed to connect to. We don't read the instruction, but we're just by rote. The Torah is a, is a Moira Derech that was supposed to, Kiyem Chayen was supposed to, we're, the, we're supposed to get part of the process. We're supposed to make it alive, make it real, connect to it, understand it, study it, think about it, be misfinding in it. So Hashem gave a book that wasn't complete, that isn't complete. That the Rabbanan had to do things that I don't want to say be mashlum because it's still not finished. The Rabbanan had to make a siyogim to Torah and it's, it's meant to teach us something. So the Rabbanan made the Torah was incomplete, so to speak. It's very complete. This is the completion of Torah. That the Torah needs the person to connect to it. Needs the person to finish the process. So you have to make all sorts. The Rabbanan made certain ones. The Rabbanan made ones that are standard for all Yidin. Each Yid has to make his own siyagim, not to be over things. A Yid has to figure out not to be Mechal Shabbos. So he has to figure out for his own self. I do this, it's dangerous. I do that, it's dangerous. We have to make Sayer own siyagim. And it's not just, Sam Seifer says, it's not just true in siyagim. It's true in learning from the Torah, in thinking about the Torah. You're not complete just because you put
put on tefillin. It's not enough just that you didn't finish the guidebooks that put on tefillin. There's more. There's a process to be mashal in the Torah. In as much as you have to the Torah by itself, you be over every day. You need to make siyagim. You need to add to the Torah. The chasashon. It's dangerous. It's on tape. You got to be careful. It's not on tape. Avada the Torah. Everything the Torah says is true. To be loyal to the Torah, it has to be mochrach in the Torah. But the Torah by itself, by saying put on tefillin, the same way Hashem said keep Shabbos with shinuyim. And any thinking person, you could make every do every. Don't do malachas. We could do that shinui. And Hashem wants us to think it's right. Better not do that shinui because I'm going to be over. So a thinking person makes the argument second. Okay. And Hashem just said He wants me to finish the process. He said don't do this. Well, not to do this. You can't do that. Ah, Hashem wants me to finish the process. But Hashem says, put on tefillin, there are messages here. He wants me to finish the process. So Chassashu, you're not adding things that aren't inherent, that aren't... You're, you're, you're studying the Torah, pulling out of the Torah, being mashlim, what the Torah is saying. A Yid spoke in the yeshiva, he spoke about Torah Shabbat Peh. He spoke about Gemara, it's a gorgeous shir. Why I love the shir? It's something I've been trying to teach for nine years here, about learning Gemara, that you have to think, when you hear a kasha, the Gemara, when you read the Gemara, you have to see how you relate to it. What do you think about the kasha? Does the, does the kasha make sense? Does the terex make sense? How do you relate to it? Don't just accept. Be cynical. What does kachas mean? And he has questions and connect. And he said the words are in Torah. He said 3% of it. He said it to argue what percentage of it. What I love about it, it's the same about all mitzvahs. It's true about all aspects of Torah. The Rebbeinu the words are meant to create a Torah Shabbat Peh. A Torah that the Yidin are mashlim. Asusi Yogla Torah is a Mahalach HaChayim. I put on Tfilim. It's Maridik, you're Tzadik, you put on Tfilim. Putting on Tfilim is the start of a process. Finish the process. One said, why did I... Uh, I was Zeche to just daven in, in the airport. I love davening in the airport because I feel weird. And it's a mitzvah rabbi to feel weird. God made us have mitzvahs, doesn't want us. You're not finished when you do the mitzvah. I finished, I put on Tfilim. No, there's not right of Tfilim. One second. I just did something weird. I put on Tfilim in the airport. I'm like, this is weird. Because the guy looked at it as weird. I'm tying my arm up. As I'm mud A normal, you look normal before, walking around, eating, drinking. All of a sudden, he takes out ropes and starts tying himself up. I think this guy should be committed to Bellevue. And you should feel weird. And then think, why is Hashem telling me to do this? That's the shlum of the mitzvah. So I'm tying up my arm. Then I tie my brain. It's a little weird. It's a little peculiar. Feel peculiar. If you don't feel peculiar, go tomorrow morning, drive to the airport and put the on there. So you should feel peculiar in front. Don't go, don't hide behind the poles. So nobody sees you. Do it in front of people. Tie up your brain. The straps hanging down. Little kids asking their mother, shh. Because why is he doing such weird things? And we're supposed to ask ourselves that. That's what the Rebbeinu wanted in mitzvahs. There's a process. We're not done. Certainly we do tzivay Hashem and Hashem said it. But He wants us to think about it. To think messages of it. Certainly He wants that process also. And Asus Siyog The reason Hashem made that we have to make Siyog Is the process is not complete. And He wants B'nai Adam to complete the Torah. He wants us to complete. To connect to the Torah. To understand the Torah. To think into the Torah. Thank you.
So certainly the first step, why do we put on film? We spoke Ben Asmanim a lot about this, because God said. That's the first step. But after I say because God said, He does want me to think about it. So the first step, I do it because God said, but He does want me to think about it. In making Siyogim, Rabbi say each person should, it's not just Hashem said do this. The person has to have his own, so to speak, his own mahalach. How do I keep these mitzvahs? And each one comes up with his own plan. Then it brings out his what's to serve Hashem. He's a Lebedic Evan. He's an Evan who serves with Ava, with thought, with his own connection to God. Not a standard, this is what it says in the Torah. I have my way of keeping the mitzvah, my way of assuring I do the mitzvah. And that's all part of the mitzvah. Part of the process of connecting to the Bayrei. At the core of this all, Rabbi says, because the word mitzvah means a command, sabsa means another thing. The word sabsa means connection. All the commands are meant to connect to God, a connection to Hashem. And a mitzvah is supposed to connect us to Hashem. God told me to do it. A bakr gets to drive your shashiva around. What any mitzvah should ever feel, I did Hashem's command. And we're supposed to have our personal mission to Hashem. When I have a tzivah and you have a tzivah, we each have our own ways of making sure we feel that tzivah. Our own ways of connecting to the bird. There's no standard way. Because a mitzvah is supposed to bring out the connection to Hashem. And we have to be part of that process. Involved, the Lebedic involvement. Thinking, how can I assure? That's as Susi Yagla Tarih Cypher says. And Hashem purposely left the Torah that way. That's Lagabi Asusi Yagla Torah. Mishnah says Shimon HaTzadik was the remnant of the Anshik Nesak and it says who are you Oymer he said three things before we get to the three things he said it says Shimon HaTzadik who was Bishyari Knesak Doila so we should say Oymer he says if I say Ezi Wittelsky from the Chash of the people in the base Medrash and I don't say he I say says I already said the name Shimon HaTzadik who was from the remnant of Anshik Nesak Doila Oymer he says the who are you What's the who? He used to say, or he says, Shimon HaTzadik, you said his name. You don't say he when you said the name already. What's the who Yoimer? And the Pshad is, Rabbi say, that more than we say things with our words, more than we parents tell me all the time, I tell my kid the Shiva Satira. I don't understand why he doesn't listen. I always tell him it's important to learn. Yeah. Your words say it, but he can't hear your words because there's something a lot louder than your words. When you hear about money, you light up. It's, oh, Yen is making money. He's rich. Money, money. When somebody rich comes in, you have such a respect. And the, and the Talmud Chacham. So your words are much less loud than who you are. Your essence is louder than your words. When you look all excited about money and you tell your kid, Tyre is important, he says, what? Say, Tyre is important. He says, I can't hear. What the message the kid hears is money is important. Because your words don't speak nearly as loud as what you tell them with your actions, with who you are. With what you do, if you're busy all the time worrying about money, thinking, he doesn't see you busy with Tyre, that your actions are defying your words. And your actions speak a lot louder. Shimon HaTzadik, who are you, Aymer? His essence said it. Besides his words saying what we're going to learn about tomorrow night, who are you, Aymer? He used to say his essence said it. Who 
his essence. I used to I used to think to explain to Bachem a lot of things. Bachem would say, Kalish, I'm not worthy to be studied at all. I know Rebbeim and Tzadikim are worthy of being studied. But Bachem think every Rebbe is equal. So they used to, maybe they had Tamid Acham, the Mesiftas. They ask questions. They study a Rebbe. Say, Kalish, why did you do that? He say, I want to explain why I did it. It's nonsense. Most of the time, better don't explain. I was, I was, I was next to a mechanic, a, wonder, a wonderful mechanic, a Yiddish tzaddik, and I told my son, say good Shabbos. So why are you telling your son to say good Shabbos? You keep saying good Shabbos to people. Better he learns, he sees it, he learns from himself, than you tell him to do it. Better he learns from himself. Say everybody good Shabbos. It's a much better learning experience. Don't always explain why. It's better many times when it's who are you, Aymer, when your essence says things. Be something. A lot of times it's Megareya when you say it. First of all, you make somebody defensive, you should do that. Second of all, it doesn't come from inner wellsprings, from an inner self. He doesn't connect to them. It's, he was told to do it. You want the person to build it himself, the Asusi Yogla the connecting to the mitzvah yourself. Do it and let him say it. Why is he doing it? Let him bring it out himself. Yehuda Reich told me a murder gevard. Such a gevard gevard. I ask Yehuda Reich that the, the Mishnah says in the second paragraph, the Mishnah says, don't judge somebody till you get to his spot. I don't like cynicism, they don't know. It's like, even I'm very against cynicism. It sounds very cynical. Don't, why does it sound cynical? It's a cynical way of talking. Don't, I tell guy, wait till you judge until you get to his spot. It's the Bachel says, Kalish, I, I can never get to his spot. He says, aha, you got it. <laughs> That's what I, so why you told, just say, don't judge a guy. You can never get to his spot. See, who the right is just the opposite. We want the person to come to it himself. We don't, don't judge him until you understand more. Then the guy goes on in life. He says, Kalish told me don't judge, but I can stay more. I can't understand. Ah, my Rebbe right pair had a mice. He was eight years old. His father was one of the Sadiqi Adur. Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky said he was a Lama Dvavnik. He was a year. My pair wrote a book. He never published I don't know why about his father. He was one of the Sadiqi Adur. The Maisim that are wild about him. He was a Rav in a Nazrim community. I, I, I was as a kid to know him. But I, we'll, we'll talk about him maybe a different time. But kids are it's late. But this right pair, say, one of the members of the shul was on the road selling hot dogs. Right pair was eight years old. And his father went to the hot dog stand and asked him if he could buy a hot dog for his son. Right pair remembers 60 years later being embarrassed. He was embarrassed for two things. He was embarrassed that his father called a Frankfurter a, a, a hot dog a Frankfurter. It's a European way of talking. And he was so embarrassed how dumb his father is. Every idiot knows that it's not kosher. And I have such a dumb father. He was mortally embarrassed how dumb his father can be. That he was eight, he knew the hot dogs were trafe. And his dumb father doesn't know the hot dogs are trafe. And he was embarrassed. So embarrassed. And the man like somehow told his father that you can't buy them the trafe. He was so embarrassed. He remembers 50. It hit him. He said, I don't remember. I think it was like 50 years later. Now it's 60s. It hit him. About 50 years later, he happened, his father also knew his trade. He said he was in the middle of talking to a couple and he said, ah, he like, it hit him like 50 years later that his father, if he would have said, I don't sell trade francs, it wouldn't have been a good message. That's too, that's too, he made the guy defensive. It's too direct, better for the person to say from himself, I shouldn't really be doing this. So he walked up to the guy, you wouldn't sell trade francs. He said, Can I buy off my son? The guy said, Rabbi, you know, I really shouldn't be doing it. Let the guy from, from 
himself say I shouldn't be doing it. Yehuda Reich's word. The guy from himself, he realized 50 years later that his father was smarter than him. His father asked for a hot dog, a frankfurter, for his son. His father knew the guy was, the guy couldn't sell him one. But that's the way his father was talking to the year. That's the way he was giving him a Can I buy off my son? No, I would never think somebody's doing this. A person from himself would, would say, oh, Rabbi, I, I know I should be from himself it should come. The who are your Aimishim and Atzadik's way of saying over? He didn't just talk, he did talk also. But who are your Aimir's essence would say it? We have to say things with our essence. We have to say it with our mouths also, but our essence also has to say it in marriages. People express in this past, I love you. It's not enough to say, you have to prove it. Proving it's just as important as saying it. In Yiddishkeit and Chinuch, it's not enough to say it. You can say a lot of things, prove it. Who are your Aimir means his essence used to say it, he used to prove it. Stop it. Thank <laughs> you.